Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Miss Wilkins. Your Buffalo call is on one, Mr. Harvey. I'm getting Denver in Los Angeles. Thank you. Hello, Jones. How are you? Good. Get my wire? Fine. What about that shipment? Can you accept it? You can. Great. It'll be there on schedule, I expect. Just a minute. Yes, Miss Wilkins. Denver on three, Mr. Harvey. I'll take it in just a minute. Yes, sir. Oh, Jones, the price on that shipment is all right? I'll send it on tomorrow. Give it your best treatment, will you? Goodbye. Hello, Lawrence. How's everything in Denver? Glad to hear it. About the shipment, I... Oh, you will. Fine. That's all I wanted to know. It'll be on its way. Cleveland is clear, and I just got an okay from Buffalo, so all we need is one more stop, and we're in. Goodbye. Yes, Miss Wilkins? Los Angeles on two, Mr. Harvey. Thanks. Hello, Sheridan. Everything's cleared as far as Denver. What about you? Can you take it from there? You're ready and waiting, are you? Fine, fine. I'll send it on. Goodbye. Oh, Miss Wilkins. Yes, Mr. Harvey? Call the Morton Hotel. Yes, sir. Ask for room 404. And tell that killer we'll get him out of the country all right. Now meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. <laughs> Boston Blackie, please. Speaking. Uh, Blackie, this is Saunders. Joe Saunders? Oh, yes, Saunders. Charlie Kingston wired that I might hear from you. How is Charlie? Oh, fine, fine. Making millions as usual. <laughs> he got into that habit a long time ago. Well, I don't know any better one. Yeah, so right. Look, Blackie, Charlie said I could call on you if I needed help. Do anything I can. What's the trouble? Oh, no trouble, really. I made a sale this afternoon, a cash deal. I have $50,000 that I can't get to the bank until tomorrow. Well, that's not exactly pin money, is it? No, it's not. Uh, Charlie says you have a safe in your apartment. That's right. Now, if I dropped an envelope off at your building, uh, would you keep it for me till tomorrow? Be glad to. Fine. Bring it right up. Thanks, but I can right now. I have to keep an appointment first. Uh, could I bring it up, say, uh, in an hour? Well, I was going out, but, uh, for $50,000, I guess I can wait. Do you know my address? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, wait, I'll get a pencil. Okay. All right. It's 51 Sunset Parkway. 51 Sunset Parkway. Apartment 9A. Apartment 9A. Okay. Uh, better be careful, though, uh... Somebody might try to get a hold of that 50000 and you. Keep your 
guy in a drugstore, Feeney. Okay. He ought to be coming out in a minute or two. How do you know he ain't going to go out the back way or something? And Sam, how do you know for sure he's got the dough on him? Why would he go out the back way? He don't know he's being followed. And I know he's got the dough on him. You sure? Sure, I'm sure. Okay. A pal over at the place where Saunders made the deal said it was in cash. And I've followed him ever since. Yeah, I guess you're right. Look, you're going to keep your promise about no rough stuff now, huh? There won't be no rough stuff. Just what there has to be. Yeah, but no guns, Sam, or I'm not in on this. No killing. You promised... No, no guns. Then why'd you bring one? We ain't going to need it. Well, we might. To scare the guy. Now, hey. Yeah? Just came out of the drugstore. Yeah, I see him. He's coming this way, too. What do we do? Leave it to me. Make like you're looking for a match. Yeah, but my cigarette... Shut said... up and let me handle this alone. Hey, Bud. Yeah? You got a match? Oh, get out of my Just way. Just stay where you are, Bud. What do you mean, stay where I am? Don't I'm... know what that is in your ribs? Don't make me prove it's a gun. What do you want? Just 50,000 clans. Huh? Feeney, open the door of the car. Eh? Say, sure, what's the idea? idea? Now, get in, you. Here, wait get a minute. Get out of here. Get this crate moving, Feeney. Sure. Say, what's the idea of pushing you around like uh, Where to? This guy's got the dough on him. Hey, Head what? for the country. All right. I have the money on me. Here, you can have it. Now, let me go. Let you go? Yeah. No, it ain't too crowded. Huh? Three on a seat. And corpse don't take up too much room. Hey, of course. Sam, no, you promise. No. Hey, Sam, you killed him. If I didn't, he's a living sieve. Ah, but Sam, you promised you wouldn't. I got such a bad memory. Well, what do we do now? We got a dead guy on our hands. And 50 grand in our pockets. I know, but... Don't worry, Feeney. For just 10 grand, we can get out of town. And out of the country if we have to. Here's the latest on the hunt for that guy we want. It's coming in on the teletype now, Inspector Faraday. Uh, no trace of him yet, I suppose. Where are these guys going, Matthews? Six guys we know were in the city have disappeared just like that. I don't know, Inspector. Murderers and thieves, hoodlums and big shots. Yeah. We get almost near enough to grab them and they vanish into air. Well, that's the end of the message. Just what I thought. No trace of them. Well, guys just don't disappear, Inspector. No, what'll you bet? What? Somebody's got a swell racket going. On account of it, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Hey, Feeney, where are you going? Out. Stay here. I said I'm going out, Sam. Where? Just out. Oh, no, you ain't. You ain't stopping me. And you ain't crossing me. Look, I said I'd go in on a Saunders robbery with you, but there weren't to be no guns. Now I'm through. You're sticking with me, see? Not no more. I said you're sticking. You're staying here and you're leaving no. town with me. Uh-uh. I want you to keep an eye on you. And a gun on you, too, if I have to. That's what I thought. So long, Sam. It wasn't nice knowing you. Back here, you. I know where you're heading. Straight for the cops. Yeah? Maybe that's just where I ought to head. I thought so. Okay, Feeney, here goes. You mean here goes, don't you? It's too bad, Feeney. I didn't want to knock you out. But I've got to get out of the country. I'm sorry to keep you waiting here, Mary, but Saunders was going to come in an hour. Well, I, don't know what... I didn't want to see that movie anyway, Blackie. <laughs> Not much. Mm, all right. 
I'll get to see a movie someday. <laughs> they tell me these newfangled talking pictures are much better than silent films. Propaganda. Those things won't last. Oh, you always do. <laughs> no, but seriously. I'm getting worried about Saunders. He was awfully anxious to get that envelope to me. Why? What's in it? Oh, nothing. Just $50,000. Oh, is that all? I thought you were waiting for something important. Now, all kidding aside, Mary, I'm really getting worried. Oh, now. Saunders seemed to me to... Uh-oh. I'll bet that's Mr. Saunders, who's a little late in calling to say he'll be a little late. Oh, I hope so. Hello. Hello, Blackie. Old pal. Oh, Faraday, hello. Say, I'm glad you called. Well, that's the first time for everything, isn't it? Uh, yes, <laughs> sure is. You see, I have a hunch a friend of mine is in trouble. And I was just thinking of asking you for help. Well, I'll help you someday, Blackie. Right out of town. Now, listen, Inspector, I'm serious. A fellow named Joe Saunders was carrying $50,000. Well, he's not carrying it now. How do you know? If I couldn't guess. He's been shot, murdered. Now I know there are 50,000 reasons why. All right, you guessed he was dead. Now can you guess why I'm calling you? You want help, of course. I got all the help I need. A police department. You ever hear of it? Uh, yeah. I'm calling you because I found your name and address in Saunders' pocket. Oh. What was it doing on him, Blackie? Was his body supposed to be shipped to you? No, he was supposed to come up here alive. So I gave him the address. Now I'm going to find out who gave him the works. Hey, hey, Clark! Clark! Take it easy. This hotel ain't on fire. Come on, come on. I want service. You want service, huh? Okay, you'll... Hey, you look like you need a doctor. Yeah, I had a little accident. Uh, with a fist. What's the other guy look like? It's the Morton Hotel, ain't it? It ain't the Ritz. It looks good enough to me. A fellow named Harvey sent me here. My name's Sam. I'm uh, hot. So what do you want me to do about it? Fan you? Nah, I want a room. I was told this was the place to get it until Harvey gets me out of town. We got rooms, plenty of them, but most of them got people in them. How much for one without anybody? I said this wasn't the Ritz. How much? I'll need it only a couple of days. Then I'll be leaving town. And the country. $75 a day. With that? No, with protection. Yes, Miss Wilkins? Mr. Harvey, Arnold James of our Cleveland office is out here to see you. Oh, thank you. Send him right in. Yes, sir. Come in. Hello, Harvey. James, come in, come in. How's everything in Cleveland? Uh, just fair. That's why I took a run down to see you. Oh, really? I think things in Cleveland can be better. Oh? I don't follow you. Well, I know you're a busy man. I'm in a hurry, so I'll get right to the point. Go on. I took that last fellow through Cleveland, all right. Kept the cops away from him and everything. Sent him on to Chicago in style. But, uh, I didn't make the profit I ought to have made. Things cost money, don't they? Yes. Mm. And it's going to cost you more money to send your men through Cleveland from now on. I'm afraid I can't do that just now. They uh, just about have to go through Cleveland, Harvey. And I want double what I'm getting. Double or else. Or else what? Or the next fellow you send through Cleveland on the way to the coast gets uh, free room and board at city jail. Oh, I see. Now, uh, what do I get? Uh, this, Mr. James. This. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Miss Wilkins. Mr. Harvey, 
Toby, I heard shots. Is anything wrong? Not really, Miss Wilkins. Mr. James and I just had a slight misunderstanding. We'll need a new Cleveland manager. And now, back to Boston Blackie. Joe Saunders phones Boston Blackie to say he's going to leave $50,000 with Blackie until morning. But on his way to Blackie's, he's robbed and murdered. Meanwhile, Roland Harvey, head of an organization which guarantees to get hunted criminals safely out of the country, has a run-in with his Cleveland manager and kills him. As we return to our story, Sergeant Matthews of the Homicide Department is in Inspector Faraday's office, waiting orders from his chief. Homicide, Sergeant Matthews. Hey, Sergeant, you want a little hot tip, huh? Who is this? It don't matter, does it, as long as I tell you what you want to know? I know who killed this guy, Saunders. What? I was there. But I didn't kill him. I just ducked out on the guy who did. I didn't want no shooting, just a dough. You sound as if you know what you're talking about. I do? Yeah. Well, I do. I know the name of the guy who did the shooting and where he is now. Yeah? At a place where, for a lot of dough, a guy will get him out of the country. Well, quit talking and say something. You go easy on me if I do? We don't make any promises like that. Okay, cop, I'll take a chance. Get this and then see that I get off easy. It was like this, see? The guy... Here's the place, Inspector Faraday. Uh-huh. According to that telephone tip I got. All right, thanks. Uh, you wait out here in the car, Matthews. I'll handle this alone. Yes, sir. Hey, Inspector, the car just pulled into the curb in back of us. Well, we'll see about that right now. He's getting out of his car, too. Inspector, it's Blackie. Wait for me. Blackie, he's all I need right now. He must have followed us from headquarters. Hello, Inspector. Hi, Matthews. What's Hello, the idea of following me, Blackie? Inspector, do you know I know what I'm doing? Well, What's going on here? You're going on. On about your business. Not me. I work too hard in my business. I'm going along with you so I can take it easy. Aha. Wait here, Matthews. Right, Inspector. And, Blackie, you better save your jokes for the guy I'm looking for. His name is Harvey. If I find him, he'll need jokes. Where's his office on the ground floor? According to the tip Matthews got, it's the private door to the right of the main entrance. Here it is. Yeah. There's a telegram stuck in the door. I'll play messenger boy. Yeah, well, while you play, I'm going to work on Harvey. Now, let me do the talking. All right, go ahead and talk. I'll listen. Well, I won't be talking to you. I'll be too... Well, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one listening because I'm the only one here. Yeah, in other words, the place is empty. Faraday, it looks as if Harvey cleared out of here. Uh, he must have got a tip. We got a tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the waste baskets are empty. Hey, what's this? What'd you take out of that basket? Nothing, nothing at all. No, Faraday, I... But... Uh-oh. I found the body in the back of this desk over here. I see it. I wonder what it means. What a body usually means, Faraday. Murder. I know that. Harvey must have known I was wise to him, huh? And this must be what's left of the guy who set you wise. Could be. What are you doing with that telegram? Opening it for the rather odd purpose of seeing what's inside. Well, there won't be anything in it. I guarantee there's a telegram in it. And what do you know? There is. Hmm. From Los Angeles and says, uh, shipment arrived and on its way. Yeah. Advised date of next shipment. So what? So nothing. But I think I have an idea, pal, and believe me, that is something. (laughs) 
You see, Mary, when we got to Harvey's place, there was nobody there. Nobody who could talk to us, that is. Well, Becky, what's this to do with Joe Saunders? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh-huh. From the telegram I picked up, a telegram that was apparently delivered after Harvey had vacated the premises, yeah. I know he's been spiriting criminals out of the city and probably out of the country. Faraday knows, I'm sure, but he wouldn't tell me. Well? Well, I found a little piece of paper in the wastebasket at Harvey's. Well, let me see. Yeah. Probably was overlooked. Call Morton Hotel. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. But I do know. And what I know is that the hotel is a joint down on the waterfront, and it seems to me that Harvey has to have some place to hide his clients before shipping them out. So, putting two and two together... That's right. So I go down to the Morton Hotel after I talk to Sergeant Matthews in Faraday's office. Somebody's using the Morton Hotel and putting two and two together. I'm going to find out what for. Yes, Miss Wilkins. Chicago on one, Mr. Harvey. Thank you. Hello, Jones. How's everything along Michigan Boulevard? Good. I'm sending you a customer soon. Fellow named Sam... What? What did you say? Oh, that's just a rumor. No, our Cleveland man just resigned, that's all. Oh, by the way, I... I'm in new quarters now. Yes, better ones. From now on, business will be better, too. Hey, room click. Take it easy, take it easy. I don't have time to take it easy. The cops are after me. Well, then get out of here. This is a respectable dump. They told me I could hide out here. They told you wrong. Beat it. Look, I need a room and quick. I don't need trouble. I got enough. Beat it. But I can't. The police saw me come in here. They're just down the street and... Here. Here's a hundred bucks. And it's not for the room, man. It's for you. Now, Run do up me those a... stairs over there. Room 101. It's empty. Thanks. Hurry up now. Get out of sight and keep out of sight. All right, stand by the door here, Callahan. Okay. He's probably in here somewhere. Hey, you. You behind the desk. I want to talk to you. Yeah? What do you want? We think we saw him come in here. Where'd he go? Where is he? Didn't nobody come in here, mister. Now, look, we're the police. You don't We were say. chasing him down the street, and he got away from us and ran in here. Not in here, he didn't, copper. And if you ask me, I think you'd better start looking around outside. Seems to me you've lost something. <laughs> Hello. Is this room 101? Yeah. I understand you're in a little trouble. Well, not at the moment. Who's this? Someone who could be your friend if you need one. You can't stay in that hotel room forever. Do you have any plans? Well, I plan to stay away from the cops. Do you have money? Look, who are you? What's this all about? You'll find out. I don't have time to find out right now. So long. Wait a minute. I... Yeah, that does it. Who is it? Open up and see you. Okay, just a minute. What do you want? Just to have a little talk with you. What's your name? Jones. John Jones. <laughs> Unusual name. Did you make it up all by yourself or get someone to help you? Does my right name matter? No, not as long as you have the right kind of money. What for? A little trip. Say, so you weren't by any chance outside the door while I was talking on the phone, were you? I was and heard everything you said. That was my secretary who phoned you as a sort of test. And did I sort of, uh, 
passed the test. You did. Now, uh, can you spare $10,000? For services received, maybe. Good. I can get you out of the country. I'll phone you later and tell you where to meet me and when. Then uh, you can... Can't you tell me that now? <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Jones. I trust you, but not that much. Inspector, this is Blackie. Blackie, where are you? I'm still John Jones, and I'm still in this crummy room in the hotel. Still Look, in I... the hotel, Blackie? How dumb can you get? You put your call through the switchboard there. I know. They might know the number of police headquarters, but I asked for your private number. Nobody knows that. Well, maybe not, but you can bet your life somebody's listening in on this wire. I thought you were smart. But I had to take this chance, Faraday. I was... Wait a minute. Someone's at the door. Oh, I'll okay. call you back. Come in. Hello, Mr. Jones. Oh, hello there. Are we ready to go so soon? Yes, we're ready to go. Come in, Sam. Sure. Allow me to introduce this fellow to you, Mr. Jones. He's one of my clients and was supposed to be your traveling companion. Supposed to be? Yes, and for your information, he and his partner, Feeney, are big time. They did that $50,000 job on Joe Saunders. Sam, meet Boston Blackie. Glad to know you, Blackie. What makes you think I'm Blackie? What makes you think we wouldn't listen in on every call you made out of here? Oh... I guess I thought you trusted me. Not very much. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Roland Harvey. What? No card? Yes, Blackie. Here's my card. That looks to me like a gun. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why you'd pull it out with Inspector Faraday in back of you. How silly can you get? How rude can you get? You and Sam have your backs to the inspector, and I'm sure his feelings are hurt. <laughs> You're just as dumb as the inspector said you were over the phone. It's 15 miles from here to police headquarters. Faraday's nowhere near here yet. You don't expect either of us are going to turn around and fall for that old look-behind-you routine, do you? No, but you might fall for... Hey, he was there. Nice hey, going, I'll... Faraday. I'll handle this other mic. Hey, that's for me. Well, he'll be quiet, I'm sure. Now... Good. Well, Faraday, it's... It's really too bad Harvey didn't turn around before you slugged him. You might have enjoyed the look of surprise on his face. Huh? I know you're unhappy about all this. Unhappy? I am not. No? Don't tell me you're pleased because my trick worked. Look, it wouldn't have worked if I hadn't agreed with you. It could be. How did Matthews do on the phone? Oh, great. Harvey here was convinced I was talking to you at headquarters. I thought you'd never make the call, and Matthews never radio me. I sat in my car around the corner for over two hours. Well, it was worth it, wasn't it, Bernie? I guess so. Because Harvey here is going to sit in jail for the rest of his life. I see in the papers where the district attorney got an indictment against Eve Wilkins and Mr. Harvey's secretary, too. Yes, Mary, we rounded them all up. Harvey and all his managers in other cities, his secretary and the two men who killed Joe Saunders. And the men Mr. Harvey had already shipped out of the country? They'll be brought back. Faraday has a complete list. Good. <laughs> Seems to me a lot of people are going to jail because those two men killed Joe Saunders. Mm, you might say that. Well, thank you. In that case, I will. A lot of people are going to jail because those two men killed Joe Saunders. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing you might say. What's that? That I was very clever about phoning headquarters, pretending to be talking to Faraday so that Harvey would make his move. Mm, you're so smart, Blackie. Oh, now, it's all right for me to say that, Mary. But after all, I thought that you had better judgment. Well, something happens to my judgment when you're around. It just fades <laughs> out of the picture. 
which reminds me. Oh, I know the picture. Mm-hmm. I promised to take you to the movies at night. Mm-hmm. At least you remembered. How about tomorrow night? Do we uh, go then? Absolutely. Uh, what's playing, by the way? Oh, a murder mystery. Uh-oh. That's out then. You know, Mary, I just can't ever figure out who's guilty in those movie murders. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my dear niece and nephew, we make a very happy family, don't we? Personally, I'm overjoyed. How about you, Jane? Me? I've got all I can do to keep from laughing out loud. I don't understand it. Neither you nor Roger has a thing to worry about financially as long as I'm alive. So you keep reminding us. True, isn't it? Very happy to take care of my late brother's children. Yes, and to remind us that you're doing it. Someday, Uncle Bill, there's going to be a I'm afraid I'm going to have to wait to find out what there's going to be someday. Come in. Yes, yes, what is it, Carrie? I'll need some money for the grocers, Mr. Larson. Food's terrible high these days. Money? Yes, sir. I gave you the household allowance three days ago. What are you doing with the money? Carrie, you're working here for me only because I'm sentimental and you work for my father. You realize there isn't a good day's work left in you, and I won't stand for stealing. Uncle William. I do not steal, Mr. Larson. We'll discuss that in a little while. Come back in ten minutes. Yes, sir, I will. I'll come back in ten minutes. How can you talk to Carrie that way, Uncle Bill? How can you? I won't be imposed upon. I won't. And I'll talk to anybody, anytime, any way I like. And if you and your brother don't like it, you can get out. Wouldn't it be a little ironic if you were the one who was going to leave your own house? Oh, I take that back. Who wasn't going to leave, who was going to be carried out? 